Hey, guess what, y'all? It's Fulcrum Entertainment. It's a podcast. It's a weekly podcast. The Fulcrum Report 83. What's going on? Big some noise. Here, are you screen sharing, Gilbs? Here. Yeah, I, I should be. Damn, Gilbs, you had one job. <laughs> Question is, Sebastian, are you screen sharing? No. <laughs> but yeah. I can't. But yeah, click on my if you guys click on my screen on, on the hangout, you should be able to see exactly what I'm sharing what I'm sharing. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. So okay. uh what's going on everyone? It's uh it's our Fulcrum Report podcast. We're doing it live every week for you guys. Uh today we're gonna be talking some fun topics. Uh I, I didn't know hundred percent we're gonna be talking about Robert Pattinson so much, but uh we will. I'll lay into him a little bit. Uh, he he may be upset. <laughs> Um, and then on top of that, we're going to be talking some Unreal um, Engine uh, 5 footage that was uh, shown off. It was it was ran on the new uh, PS5 also, so that was kind of cool. A little bit of a uh, a little bit of something from the the Sony side because we talked to Xbox last week, so it, it was neat to see something run on a, a PlayStation um, and and gameplay. It looked like. And then um, what else are we talking? Um, oh, maybe a little Ghost of Tsushima. Do you guys see any of that stuff this week? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. I think that's just PS4 though, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come out with their Game of the Year edition for PS5. But let's get it on. I am Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Um, we are going to shoot it over to uh, Gilbs. Uh, Gilbs, real quick, before we start the episode, uh, or before you introduce yourself, uh, I wanted to ask you real, real quick. We're not going to talk about it too much today, so I thought I'd ask you here. Mm-hmm. They keep announcing all these Star Wars characters. They're sticking them in the Mandalorian. So why don't you introduce our, yourself and then uh, let me know, like, is is it is it a bit too much? Are they are they cramming a bit too much in that show? Or is this now the, you know, they figured out this is their their cash cow, so now they can cram everything into it. Okay. Um. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am I'm Gilbert. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. Uh, yeah, but in answer to your question, Sebastian, um, I've I've always been an advocate for having Ahsoka and Sabine and Rex, and I'm I'm totally down for having all of those characters in the Mandalorian. And I I sincerely doubt they're going to be more than one episode. Like they're probably only going to be there for for like a second, if if at all. You know what I mean? And, and it could just be this is fake hype. So I'm not I'm I'm down for it, but I'm not going to hold my breath that and that they're going to be more than just a cameo role. Yeah, and then it's getting to the point where, I mean, the entire episode 9 got leaked, so that could be true. You know, all this could be true, but it's getting to the point where it's sounding so fan y that I'm, like, kind of shutting everything off. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm going to cut it to everything else because I'm hearing Boba Fett, Ahsoka. You know, it's just, like, everybody's shouting out all their favorite characters right now. And they're saying that they're going to show up in the Mandalorian. So Darth Maul. <laughs> no. Right? So, uh, no, cool. Thank you for your opinion. Uh, I was curious what you thought about that. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to shoot it over to the UK where we have um, Machinima Man. Machinima Man, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. You, li- you like uh, you like chocolate cherries? Oh, God. Uh, I can't say I've ever eaten a chocolate cherry, but I've had a regular cherry. Interesting. You like? You guys like coffee? Uh, we we do have that in the UK, yes. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the, the chocolate cherry coffee would be good? Because mm. it's... Really not. I, I kind of want to try it now. Yeah. You're doing a Fulcrum uh. Entertainment live, live. No, that was not the live ASMR. That was this is the review of the chocolate cherry coffee, and it, I'm gonna say it's it's not up to par. But what? <laughs> what? Do you introduce yourself, Mission of a Man, and uh, and let us know what your favorite flavor coffee is. 
<laughs> yes, I am Machinima Man or Impartial Marshall, as I'd be known as late. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Marshall's VA, and my favorite flavor of coffee is just, well, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes no, he likes to be called no, impartial Marshall. Never. Sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have very strong opinions, especially when it comes to my coffee just being tasting like coffee. <laughs> Are you a black kind of guy when it comes to your coffee? <laughs> do you like how i save myself yeah. real quick on yeah. that i'd say i'm a black kind of guy yeah <laughs> the, the funny thing is i do actually have my coffee black so yes that's about i am a black kind of guy oh right on right on cool thank you machine man you're welcome harrison what's going on sir we we have a uh, crazy uncle harrison sir um I'm still trying to figure out the name of your album. Do we have a name of your album or or at least like a, a teaser of maybe an image? Uh, um, I don't know. I'm toying with it being some sort of uh, parallel universe records production. So um, I don't know, some kind of like Bioshock pun, maybe. I'm not sure what. <laughs> I, I, I love got that. Like it's very game. creative. Like, you know, you're like, oh, it's going to be some alternate reality craziness, you know. Probably a Bioshock pun or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, sir. It's really awesome to have you. Um, where can we follow you? And uh, you've been working on anything lately? Uh, you can follow me over on Twitter at Harrison Bullman. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Harrison Bullman. Uh, as of late, I have been working on a few things. Uh, nothing that's coming out yet other than uh, the things over on my YouTube channel, uh, Harrison Bullman VA where at the moment I'm putting out a video like sort of once a week. They're usually songs, um, but it's interesting. It's what I'm doing with my time in lockdown. Cool, cool, cool. That That's, yeah, no, I've been checking it a lot of it out and it's, it's been pretty rad actually. So everybody go give uh, Harrison some likes and subscribes and... Yes, um, please. I did a terrible cover of In the End by Link Bis um, by Linkin Park. God, not Link Biscuit. <laughs> by Linkin Park. Um, Can you please do... I want people to watch it. I want to hear you do uh, like Nookie or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. But with the British accent, you got to <laughs> in parentheses, but very British. <laughs> you need to make a parody. Right. Oh, no, I got it. You need to make a parody of American Idiot, but call it British Idiot. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. It'll, it'll get too political, man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, everybody, um, before we get this uh, episode of rolling, um, please uh, drop a like on this video. Uh, YouTube says that helps us and we would really like to get helped out. So just click that button if you like this episode so far. Um, subscribe to our channel if you're not already subscribed. We have 247 subscribers and our goal is 250. We notice the number growing up every single day and we really appreciate it. So that's really awesome of you guys. Um, as well as bell notifications so you know when your videos come out and then we are live every single episode basically uh, we do gameplays and, and all kinds of fun stuff over here and, and reviews so comment below if you're watching the episode live you can interact with the episode and then uh, if you're watching us later just uh, comment below and let us know what you think we also have a fan discord that guild set up as well as a, a, a fulcrum report twitter and all that stuff so it's really fun get involved let's get the episode going uh quiz question who's ready for a quiz question Let's do Let's it. Do it. Let's go. Cool. Uh, so we're going to, our first topic, it's going to tie into our first topic. So we're going to come back to this at the end of the episode. But uh, who who here uh, read the article and knows what uh, Robert Pattinson's little pillows are? 
I do now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't actually read this thing. I when it, whenever when someone says the words Robert Pattinson, I I you know, normally just naturally tune out. Where are you at with this whole thing, Gilbs? Because I know you're like a, a diehard Batman fan, right? So like, and you weren't extremely pleased about him, you know, getting cast in the first place. So are you just kind of trying to ignore him as much as possible? Pretty much. I there hasn't been a, a good Batman since Chris, uh, since like Christian Bale, at least live action wise. So I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not super excited about this one. Maybe I'll maybe like I come out of the theater in a few years and I'm like, oh my god, best Batman ever. You know, but I sincerely doubt it. I just, I just don't care. Like Robert Pattinson has never been. I don't care how good of an actor people say he is. He's just never been that much of an interest to me. Yeah, and then it's just maybe because he's not been marketed to us, you know. And we're gonna, I'm gonna try. We're gonna start off nice at least. <laughs> um, so Robert Pattinson in, in quarantine has. Uh, there's a whole story that we're gonna talk about, but he in the. In quarantine, he's been developing um, something called Little Pillows. It's a it's a part of his brand, and um, apparently, it's it's handheld pasta. I want I'll I'll, talk, I'll describe that more later, but it's it's his idea, his vision. It's handheld pasta. He realized that it hasn't been done yet, and and he's doing it. So I was wondering what other celebrities are creating brand new innovative food products that we just never thought were like it was right in front of us you know what i mean handheld pasta what were we thinking why why is this not in every store so <laughs> so everybody uh rules are simple pick a celebrity and uh, a brand new food that they are like yeah something that they're inventing um and then everybody down in the comments please play along with us it'll be fun <laughs> okay all right cool so so what is Okay, Robert, so this is there's two parts to the story. Part one of the story is, um, I guess there was an interview last week, and I wasn't going to say anything because I've been trying to be nice, but <laughs> there was an interview last week, and they uh, they were asking uh, Robert Pattinson about uh, his workout regimen. You know what I mean? You know, this is our, our brand new Batman, and I know that things have been hard during this whole uh, lockdown, um, but he was uh, doing an interview. And they were asking him uh, what he was doing to to work out, uh, you know, to stay in shape for the Batman role. And he says, oh, I'm not I'm not working out. Um, I don't feel like that is something, you know, like body image is something. And then I'm, I don't have the, the article in front of me, but he basically said that the my body, you know, body image, I don't want that to be the focus. I don't want to send out that message, um, you know. So that's that's kind of what's going on with that. Um, and then he he also and then the other thing that really upset me and, and Marshall, you, you're you a pretty fit guy. So I, I want to ask you about this later. But like he so he mentions that not only is he he's not working out, but he's sticking to his diet. He's eating like protein powder and something else. But just mm -hmm. sitting there all day and inventing his pasta dishes instead. So. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, so we're, this is part one of the thing that we're going to get into the wackiness later. Cause I feel like I almost want to see a Netflix documentary of this, but, uh, Gilbert, what do you, what do you, you know, like we, I just said, Batman's very important to you. How do, how do you feel hearing that your Batman actor is not working out right now? Well, all right. Or staying hand, in shape. Or, I kind of get yeah. what he's saying. Like, it's not like, it's about the story of Batman, not the, like him being buff and all muscly, but 
kind of the thing that makes Batman Batman is the fact that he trained for those tw- like all those twenty years, whatever he did, all that all that work went around the world and became a freaking martial arts master. And with that, you know, comes some better a better physique than your average bear. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And then in like part, I, I don't want him to, you know, I loved Ben Affleck and how he was extremely ripped and everything, but um, I'm not looking at, out of that or anything. I just would like him to at least be in like a somewhat okay. presentable sure. Batman shape, right? So, so yeah, like, so I, I'm glad you brought that up, though, is that in that Batman universe, it does show Batman's training montage of him like doing CrossFit and like, you know, pulling the freaking tire and whatnot. And even in the Christian Bale one, like he gets up, like after a night of being Batman, he gets up out of bed, starts doing push-ups and shit. I'm like, that is a part of Batman's thing is that he does train. So I'm like, to tell me that you're, oh, well, it's not about that. I don't think I should be doing, I should be focusing on that. I'm like, what's well, easy for you to say, you're like, you don't have to work out. Girls still scream when you take your shirt off. Well, and then I think he's also talking about how he wants to send a message to like, I don't know anybody that this is going to be affecting yeah. to. Body you know what positivity, I mean? like guys. Again, it's, it's easy for you to say when every chick that you ever met is positive about your body. See, so there you go. Yeah, so I just feel like it, you have a mild responsibility. Um, and I'm saying mild, so like people, you know, don't think we're crazy here. But like, you have a responsibility to be in somewhat of uh, a Batman physique, you know, or in shape when when you get this role. You know what I mean? And it's you, how many how many actors out there would would die to be Batman? You know what I mean? Or you know, and how many people were upset when this guy was cast? So you would think that he'd try and and you know watch it and be careful and and do his very best, but. Nope. Machinima Man. No, oh, thank you, yes. Gilbert, by the way. Yep. Uh, Machinima Man. Uh, so, work out. So, I'm, I'm not going to work out at all. I'm just going to sit on my couch and drink my protein shakes and um, and eat steak and and all that good stuff. Is that going to... Is that gonna, I'm, I'm going to stay in shape, right? I'm going to stay looking like Batman. Uh, yeah. So, the difference between, like, Robert Pattinson's body and say someone like Henry Cavill or Jason Momoa in Aquaman is like Cavill and Jason Momoa they're like you know really big strong looking guys whereas Robert Pattinson's quite you know sleek and slender and lean that's definitely attainable with just diet and probably just cardio but like someone like Henry Cavill or Jason Momoa that you couldn't achieve that just by diet you know so if Robert Pattinson could easily come into Batman looking really lean, but he won't be like, you know, thick, dummy thick. <laughs> I just don't really, if you're not even working out, I don't see the point of you really cramming all that pro. I, I was like a nutrition major and like uh, it, I didn't really, <laughs> I don't see the, I'm trying to connect the docs here and I don't really see his, his uh, like thought process, you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. so, you know, you're not, you're definitely not working out, but you're going to keep eating your food that's designed for your specific workout, basically, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, um, recent pictures of him, he is like quite a skinny guy. So he probably does have abs under the, under the shirt without doing much at all. So if he comes into it, like looking lean and then they just do some camera trickery to beef him up. But yeah, the, yeah, I see what you're saying. Frame, he's 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 likely not going to be Ben Affleck levels of big. 
No, no. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm lean, but I'm like 130 pounds. So like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be something like that. And if I were Batman, then that would be the most pathetic thing of all time. So I'm really hoping, like, I want to have somebody to, to try and try something to strive for a little bit. You know what I mean? And I don't want to see yeah. something something similar to what I already have. You know, so um, yeah, as 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 you said, like you can kind of see why if he wants to do a good Bruce Wayne rather than a good Batman, but people have done both very well, like Christian Bale. So I think it's kind of a a, a pretty bad excuse. Okay, gotcha. And then no. I was going to ask you this next one, but I I think it would be I'll just shoot it over to Harrison. Thank you for that. But uh, Harris said it. So I think to me, the reason why I'm getting upset is that he's just sounding a bit lazy about it, you know, in, and then also another question I was asked you is do you, where do you sit with all this? Do you, do you care at all? Do you care what Robert Pattinson's doing? Um, do you think this is actually going to affect anything at, you know, the end product or? Um, I, uh, I'm actually kind of okay with it. I think because I've already said about how, I would prefer a, a different looking Batman, a different feeling Batman uh, in this new movie. You know, so I don't particularly want Robert Pattinson to be uh, Ben Affleck thick. Uh, and I think I think we've I been think kind of possible. <laughs> Is that even, possible? Even with Christian Bale, like Christian Bale, you know, got huge. I mean, quite famously, when you look at the difference between him and the Machinist, and then him when he was in. Um, uh, Dark Knight Begins or Batman Begins, rather. Um, so he he wasn't small. So and like when you think about real like martial arts experts, uh, they're tiny, scrawny little guys. So I think you could pull it off. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I, I, what I want to say is You're this whole like, for like more of a Bruce Lee type of deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he's supposed to have gone off and climbed into the mountains and all this lot. I don't think they'll have been training him to look like the rock. Like at no point is a sort of a master going to go, okay. And today we're power lifting. Uh, we're going to really, be, you know, we've done very well at technique, but there's no mass. Come on, get more mass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is you think that he, so you, he's not so much being lazy, but they already kind of know what his Batman's going to look like. So he's not going to need to try extremely hard on his workout regimen then. Potentially. I will also say it's quite possible that Robert Pattinson is like a lot of people kind of freaked out right now and doesn't really know what he's doing. <laughs> well, we're going to find, okay, that's a perfect lead in. He could just be trolling us, to be honest. That's a perfect lead in to, to, the, to the part two of the story. Um, Harrison, you, uh, you read the story, right? Yes. Okay, so do you want to explain part two of this? Because I think this is where it just gets nutsoid. So while he was giving an interview, um, he was doing it, you know, at home, of course, safely. Um, and while he was doing it, he was working on this pasta recipe where he was trying to recreate um, a, a dish that was sort of created by some Italian amazing person. And the idea was to try and make pasta as accessible as fast food, like burgers and fried chicken. Um, so it was like this idea of like pasta, you could just pick up in your hand and eat like a pasta sandwich. Um, and so he was making that and then messed up on the recipe, got something wrong. And then um, in a panic, covered a pan or like covered like this stuff in tinfoil, threw it in the microwave, told the people he was being interviewed by that, oh, don't worry, it's not a microwave, it's an oven. 
I'm not that stupid. And the microwave then blew up. Wait, there's the picture of the thing. Yeah, I don't think it's the actual microwave. I just got a picture of a blown up microwave. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I could find that actual picture, I would. Don't think I would. Dude, that would solve so much because... Okay, so... <laughs> There was also something about, um, like, in the process of him making this, he, like, first burns his hand while making, like, the pasta dough and then catches his glove on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he caught his own gloves on fire. And then that was all before blowing up his microwave. And then I guess, like, what, when he's, like, doing the interview thing, he, he sticks the thing in and then, like, purple lightning or something like that starts flashing out of the microwave. Yeah, that was one of the reporters who witnessed it said a lightning bolt came out of the microwave. <laughs> and then and then he starts shouting, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, the, the electricity, the elect or the power, the power. And yeah, then the electricity, yeah, because his electricity went down, I think, like because that blew a fuse. Oh, yeah. No. So... <laughs> And like, like it's it's weird. People are going like, is this just an accident, or did he do this on purpose to get out of doing this interview? <laughs> that would be so awesome. If he well, that, that's what I want to say. That literally sounds like an episode of like Three's Company or something. <laughs> and yeah. it's a very Bruce Wayne move. Like it, it's misdirection, you know, like. Oh, what's Bruce Wayne doing like during uh, the um, the lockdown? Oh, he's being eccentric and recreating pasta. Now that's what he shows you. But actually, like you know, him and like Alfred are building something new with uh, Fox. Okay. See, when you put it that way, it actually like you. All right, you have a good point. Maybe maybe all the dumb things that he does, or maybe all the <laughs> things I don't like about him, are just you know, program. Are they? They're just like you know. Uh, planned out so that way i think that way but damn it harrison you're fucking with my head you just need to stop with that <laughs> well, it's, it's funny too because part of, i you know harrison you you're getting me thinking too because i was thinking to myself earlier I, w I was i was like you won't what do i want the guy to be doing in you know in lockdown and i'm like well at least like you know brushing up on his diamond a little bit does he like rehearse or something is he is he doing anything and come to find out that he's been method acting this whole time. He's fooling us. So what you're saying also, Harrison, is that we we might potentially see, like, a dumb Bruce Wayne. Like, we're going to have a, 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 you know, a playboy, a billionaire, you know, Bruce yeah. Wayne. But he's going to play the idiot. And nobody would ever suspect that dumb, you know... It's like London from Zack and Cody. I'm going to keep making Zack and Cody references until I finish the no, season. No, no. <laughs> I was going to make a Batman reference. It's like um, uh, Dark Knight when he buys the restaurant um, and like gets inside the fish tank. It's, it's that kind of Bruce Wayne, but just more of it. It's you no, know, I think you're, you're confusing him with Venom almost. <laughs> that I'm getting more of a Tom Hardy vibe from Robert Pattinson right now. I see him climbing into the fish tank and eating lobsters. No. What, what are you on? No. There was a scene in an actual Batman movie where he did that. Yeah, I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. In in uh, Batman Begins, yeah, he bought No, 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 I, I know. No, I know what you're saying, but I feel like I feel like his method acting is more on par to Tom Hardy's right now. Okay. In Venom. If you say so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, I like I I agree with Harrison. Me and Harrison are like right on the same page right here. Just with you, Sebastian, we're just like, Ugh. 
<laughs> okay, Mission Mabe to help me out then. <laughs> what do you think of the look, you can see the pasta in the microwave, and I know this isn't his microwave, but it's a recreation of the microwave. What is this guy doing? What is he up to? Do you think his pasta is ever going to take off? Or are we going to see it one day? I, I, I just can't believe... I'm struggling to believe that this, like, happened in a serious way, and he, he wasn't. it wasn't just all a joke that this happened while he was having an interview of all things. <laughs> but, uh... No, I definitely won't trust Robert Pattinson with cooking pasta or anything. If you can blow up a microwave, that's that's a new level of stupid Robert Pattinson. Come on. And, and my question for you, Gilbert, is, okay, so we're talking mind efforts right here, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself, because uh, I heard the story, and I'm like, oh, my God, what an idiot. Like, I, I've been breaking microwaves since I was six years old. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know, how, you know, you know. Hopefully everybody by now knows how to work a microwave. Either right. you know, e either he's he's such an idiot that he's never, or you know, do we can we give him the benefit of the doubt that he's never come in contact with a microwave oven before? All right, you but, know what? I'm sorry. There, I don't care how freaking rich and famous you are. At some point, we all have to start at the bottom. And God damn it, come on! Like you, you, you how have you never seen at least seen a microwave or maybe watched one on TV? Or maybe, I don't know, seen one of your maids or whatever the hell, if you were a rich person. How, how have you never seen a microwave work? Like, maybe whatever, oh, metal doesn't go in the microwave. Like, maybe you don't know that right away, but I'm like, but still, though. How, how have you never seen a microwave work? How have you never, like, that? I've seen at least three different sitcoms where they do exactly that, of putting the microwave, or the metal in the microwave, and the microwave explodes. I always feel like that's rule number one of a microwave. And this is—I can't believe the Fulker Report got to this. But is it rule rule number one <laughs> of the microwave not to put tin foil in your microwave or like anything reflective, metallicy? Yes, no tin yeah. foil in the microwave, only on your heads. No, yes. the government are always watching. No, and and, no, and, no, and covering myself in the microwave. <laughs> put a soda in the microwave. See how that goes. <laughs> no eggs in the microwave either, by the way. No like uncracked eggs or anything like that. And, they, and not they, that this is anything, but don't put a marshmallow in the microwave. It doesn't. It doesn't go well. It's just not a good idea. Don't do it. Just nothing do put CDs in the microwave. They're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the music plays as the microwave table spins. <laughs> you can see the images. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, only if you have laser discs. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, and then my final question to everybody here is like, who here thinks that Robert Pattinson just has a giant microwave you know an oven sized microwave in his house that he's never used you know maybe his his you know he's in quarantine like we talked about maybe all of his his servants you know have gone home for the the holiday so he's off to fend but for himself and look what happens when he he has no nobody to cook him his food and his personal chef you know what i mean he's making handheld pasta and 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 then he doesn't know how to work his industrial sized microwave I mean, if you have an industrial side microwave, I have many questions. The first of which is why? Like, what are you cooking so big that it requires a, a microwave that big? There's multiple layers like, to this thing. A it's baby like, in there? Jesus. <laughs> it's like you could blow up a turkey dinner in like two minutes. <laughs> um, are, are industrial sized microwaves a thing? I wanted to try and like maybe be like, okay, maybe... Maybe it was an oven-sized microwave. Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what you are on, Sebastian. Like, <laughs> I think it's quite clear. Like, 
all of this happened because he was like being interviewed, tried to do more, like too many things at once, and then already had set something on fire, so forgot what the hell he was doing. And it was like, oh no, this will be fine. And just like made a really dumb mistake. He's probably, well, he might be drinking. He could be, you know, like uh, taking more pills than prescribed. Understandable. It's it's quarantine. We've all got to do what we've got to do, you know? we got to pass the time by somehow, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So thank you for discussing me uh, this with me, guys. Uh, it's helped me uh, calm down. You've also helped me, like, rationalize things. Um, and then hopefully, hopefully I don't hear, hopefully there's not, like, another story, because this is two weeks in a row. So, like, but at the same time, I also want to see what Robert Pattinson does next. I mean, like, what is he going to do next? <laughs> I want to see his where and and how is his pasta gonna go? See. Is he gonna go on like Celebrity Shark Tank? Sebastian, this is a this is a classic case of Donald Trump syndrome. It's just because he did something so stupid or so funny that you're just like, oh my god, now I have to keep on following him just to see what what ne the next thing comes out of his mouth. Right. And, I'm like, <laughs> god, and god damn it, it's people like you that make this country bad. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Robert Pattinson's playing 4D chess. <laughs> We've all been duped. <laughs> He's okay, outsmarting cool. us. Illuminati. He's not actually Batman. He's the Joker. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, let's shoot on to, I think we have Unreal Engine next, right? Yes, we do. Thank yes. you guys, by the way. That was fun. So we have this nameless, not really a game, just kind of like a show-off trailer. Or right, yeah. I think the first question is, starting with Gilbert, uh... Are you upset that this is not a real game that you will, you will be able to play one day? No, because I knew exactly what they were going for. It's it's not about being a game. It's it's just being like, hey, look at the new this this isn't a game, but imagine all the cool games we could make. Like imagine the new God right? of War. Imagine like the new Halos that we could make. Imagine whatever you know. Dude, Anthem. Yeah. Right. <laughs> imagine Anthem Two. <laughs> What's that game? I've never heard of that game. You know what's funny? A friend literally, for my birthday, he got me like a real, I think it was for my birthday or for Christmas, he got me a real game, and then as a gag gift, he got me Anthem. Because it was like so cheap. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's still in the plastic and everything, it's really horrible. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I'll bust into it one day. <laughs> um, okay, so we have this right here. It's, it, first of all, gorgeous. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Mind-blowing. Um tons of triangles more triangles than your eyes can even see the human eye can't even comprehend this many triangles at one time mm -hmm. yeah mission of a man um <laughs> this is pretty cool stuff we're, uh so i think the question i want to ask you is where did you do you think that this felt more like the the playstation side of things i know it was the unreal you know it was the unreal test and everything but it was ran on the playstation you obviously see right there it was kind of sponsored by playstation 5 they mentioned it multiple times you see the ui right there so do you think mm -hmm. feel like this is an equivalent to kind of what we got last week or a little bit of uh, something something from them or do you feel like this is more unreal um, not gonna lie, Sebastian. I don't understand what you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> was this okay? In it, okay. So, like I said, I it was it was at the at the you know the top an Unreal Five uh, demonstration. But was uh -huh. this kind of 
PS5's way of showing off a little of their stuff as well as a response to Xboxes last week. Um, I uh, feel like it's a bit egregious too. We get the button prompts on the side and like that. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they clearly want to show you this is a PS5. Was that as blatant to you as it was to me? Or uh, yeah, th- it seems like there's a, there is some kind of partnership with Sony and uh, Unre- uh, Unreal going on. But um, I've heard that obviously the Unreal Engine will be used for um, PS5 and Xbox. Yeah, Unreal everybody. Engine. Mm-hmm. So everybody's saying like, oh, the PS5 graphics look amazing, but no, this is the Unreal Engine graphic. It's going to look the same on Xbox but, as well. But see, that, uh, so I see what you're saying, Sebastian, though, but because people, they took this whole thing as like, oh my God, the PlayStation looks incredible. I think that's exactly what they were doing is that they were, that was them being like, all right, Xbox, exactly. come at me, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it did, it did seem, they did, did, you know, and, and I, I don't want to like uh, conspiracy theory this thing to death, but like, I, I did see a lot of the button prompts and things like that. A lot of these games also did seem to, you know, I know, I think uh, Jedi Fallen Order was made on, in Unreal. So obviously it's going to be made on all the different systems and everything. But I did see, seem to see like a lot of things that would be used in a PS4 game. You know, this seemed to be more God of War, Tomb Raider type, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, we have like a... Um, What's, what's that Naughty Dog game that's coming out? You, you see what I'm saying, though? It does seem to kind of be more of what the, the PlayStation's about. I don't know if that was just me, but... Um, okay, Harrison, you're kind of a... You, you like all the fun technology stuff because I think you showed us last or last year the, the first demonstration of the Unreal 5 engine and how they had the, yeah. the asset scanning and all this. So this is kind of like our next step. Now we get to see all the asset scanning, but in action. Um, what do you think? And then also, um, was this real gameplay? Or, you know what I mean? Was this, did they kind of, you know, one-up Xbox last week and, and actually show us some physical gameplay? I don't think we can say that they did any better than Xbox. They just did it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I prefer the way PlayStation did it. So, uh, well, again, it's not PlayStation. The way Unreal 5 uh, did it. I prefer yeah, that you, what huh? they did was... <laughs> They essentially built a game where the gameplay was changing the lighting settings. Mm-hmm. Like the guy would stop and pause and you know take effects away and put them back on and show you how it was built. And it's like, so they kind of made an interactive experience that could do that. And I think that's fine. Um, that's slightly better than pretending it's gameplay uh, when it really isn't. This, I think, is a bit more honest. So they're not promising anything because you can never play this as a game. You're not ever going to be disappointed like when you get the boxed version. And it's like <laughs> And the puddles aren't reflective and <laughs> Yeah. Like, damn it, they butchered that chick's character. I thought she looked so much cooler in the trailer. Yeah, yeah no. The, the, Everything's really, like, really dark. <laughs> one of the uh devs from Sony Santa Monica that made uh God of War, he retweeted it with and he said something like, um, like crying emoji face, good luck to the developer who could make a forty hour plus game with this <laughs> engine and tech. So he's kind of unrealistic, I think he's saying, to expect well, long single-player game to look like that. But Interesting. Uh, okay. right. So I would say you're, you're right, then that's true. And I mean, he's probably a game developer, probably knows more than any of us. But all I'm saying is that maybe not today, but I'm like, I don't know, like 10 years down the line, we probably start getting <laughs> games like that, like 40-hour games that are looking this good. 
Didn't it also sound like the the during the demonstration of this whole deal also that they were kept commenting on how um, things because of technology and and we have all this asset scanning, isn't it a little bit more accessible to where they can get things a little, you know, instead of spending time animating all the rocks and mountains and stuff, they can kind of get that over with real quick and kind of just uh, throw all these assets together by scanning them for the real world. Um, do you think that's that's a plausibility that this is actually going to help things uh, go, go a bit faster? And that's just for anybody that wants to respond to that one. Yeah, but maybe I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, because like every time something's happened in gaming so far, and we've gone, oh, this might be the thing that really changes stuff. Um, we actually find that we're still ten years away you know motion controls were like that um the uh the xbox connect was like that you know remember when like the connect came out and uh, people were talking about how uh if you used it for things other than the xbox it was amazing like oh, yeah. how surgeons were using it and they're using it to create 3d prints of people um i think that's it you know like clearly that technology is something that will help the gaming industry but it wasn't ready to help the gaming industry when we got it and i think that might be the same case with this where like because we can't make games that are big and satisfying in an engine this complex it might just be too early to have it mm -hmm. interesting okay see i've been kind of i've been following the the console thing for about um they seem to be going real hard on it for about a year right now and um, I do know, obviously, they're trying to sell this shit to you. So, like, you know, they're going to tell you what they want. But um, the, the idea seems to be that this generation is about refinery, you know, faster loading and a lot about light, which was a lot of this this gameplay, too, was about light. And I always feel like when it comes to animating and everything, um, lighting is actually kind of the thing that is like the final step or one of the final steps away from what we're kind of missing from that realism. Um, I feel like I'll see occasional animations or even, um, and then I think Gilbs can attest to this. Did you did you get to play through any of the uh, COD campaign yet? Oh, dude, I've, I've already beat the campaign. Okay, yeah. So that was one of, you know, and I don't know what you're running that on, but I was running that on the uh, PS4. And this is, you know, this is our final year with this generation. And that was still one of the best looking games I think I've ever, ever played. You know what I mean? It's oh. mind blowing. Um, how crisp and clean and, and just refined they they made this. So I don't expect everything to be like extremely groundbreaking next generation. I just expect more of that. You know what I mean? That was at the end of this console and that kind of seemed to be like the tippity top of what, you know, and pushing the system probably to the max of what it can perform on. Now, I kind of see that being the more regular of, of next gen. Yeah. Well, if I'm being honest, I'm you know I kind of I really like this like this this whole scene with the with the lighting was really cool and I thought like everything about this like the from the shadows to the lighting to the the, the detail of the character itself was really cool. But you know personally, I don't need like hyper realistic uh, video games. Like I don't know about you guys, but I, it's cool when they can do that and it's cool when I can see like the their like the expression on the character's face and everything. But I don't need my my video games to be like absolute you know copies of my life. You know. I, I can live with with something that I can tell is, you know, animated. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then I agree. Like some things are fun. Like everybody plays Fortnite, and obviously that that has a almost like a Pixar esque look and vibe to, to Minecraft. It. That has like a that has a pixel or it has like a two D or not a two D like an eight bit kind what? of pixel mm -hmm. look to it. So that's fun. But I also like, can you imagine playing, uh, I know we have some like Skyrim fans here, or maybe like a science fiction game, you know what I mean? We're seeing Inside Tombs right now, Gilbert, but think about your favorite game, Mass Effect, on this next thing, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That so, would actually be very pleasing, or a, or a Star Wars game, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, and like I said, Refinery, not so much like intense details, but we're just going to see that these really high graphic games that some of the studios worked on hopefully be more the norm. You know what I mean? Agreed. Uh, Agreed. I know that also, like, I could see them using a lot of the access, asset, blah, blah, asset, uh, asset stuff with, uh, and scanning and stuff when they're showing the armor stuff off. Like, I imagine them using a lot of that with, um, like, Assassin's Creed and, and trying to be more screen accurate when it comes to, like, representing time periods and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that kind of seemed to be what they were talking about also because they, those reminded me of, like, Chinese or ancient Chinese, you know, empire armors and stuff stuff like that yeah um so i i imagine maybe that was kind of showing where that would lead off to um one question before we shoot off to this flying section who here um and then I, this is more directed towards a uh, harrison and, and marshall but who here uh noticed the crevice crawling no. you guys notice so who knows about the the loading screens being hidden behind this uh squeezing oh, between yeah. the, the crevices and rocks there you oh, go. Okay. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, while well, she's doing that, like everything's buffering and all loading behind. Yeah. So one thing I do have to say real quick, the the selling point, I think the number one selling point of this is that the solid state drives in, in these new consoles and the solid state drives are basically like you ever realize how you can turn on your phone really fast and, and in, in your laptops and everything like I when I was a little kid, I always used to ask my dad this. I'm like, Dad, why is my why can you run your phone so much faster, but your computer takes a while to start up? And and he said, oh, it's a different type of processor, and they're created for different things. Now, basically, our systems have the equil equivalent of this, and Xbox has even demonstrated some of the the processing power of what this thing can do: run multiple games at the same time, or um, even like uh, pick up and play. And hopefully, like <laughs> hopefully, they could actually like pay this off because I remember them saying some things that the PlayStation would be able to do that it's not as snappy as I saw in that original teaser. Um, but the number one selling point so is the solid state drive. And they said it's it's basically going to wipe out loading times, zero loading times, you know. Um, they demonstrated this multiple times with PS4 Spider-Man. So they they'll they'll show the the PS4 Spider-Man, they'll they'll go to fast travel and it'll take what like eight seconds of of game time in the in the game which is short for spider-man because uh, it's a very fast you know you don't do that too much but you hop over to the ps5 and it's it's instantaneous loading less than a, an actual second so um I, I this was a huge eyesore for me to for them to to constantly be talking about you know loading screens loading screens now, do you guys think this was a loading screen or or anything like that? Or do you think that this is uh, them like showing off the, the up close details like they were just talking about five minutes ago? You know what I mean? Yeah, they, I mean, they could be showing off her hair or like the, the detail of like the rocks or something like that. Like maybe, you know, like the oh, look, there's look at the texture on the cloth or look at the, like the, the pores of her skin. It could be that or it could be the loading screen. I'm, I'm going to say a little column A, a little column B. What do you think, Harrison and Marshall? 
I, I think Gilbs has knocked it on the head. Um, I think, like, because it, even if it is a loading screen, it does still do that. It still shows, like, you know, okay, yeah, we've shown you all these grand vistas and, you know, what a room looks like from far, but how does the detail hold up when you go in really close? And this is quite an artistic way to do that. Um, but also, I've seen plenty of games like uh, Resident Evil 7 uh, do exactly the same thing where you crawl through somewhere tight and it's just because mm -hmm. it's hiding loading screens. It does it a yeah. ton if you play any of the, the old God of Wars or if you do the um, any of uh, a Jedi Fallen Order, like I said, if you play through that game, you're crit. You know, and sometimes it's, it makes sense within the story, but then after a while, it's like, all right, I see what's going on here. You know? <laughs> it, it, it worked really well in um, the last three Tomb Raider games and the Uncharted games because, you know, they are going through rocks and these broken down places so it didn't really feel out of place in those games it was uh, quite nice yeah I, I don't imagine it working very well like a spider-man game it's like oh here's a very long yeah. air duct <laughs> it's a six foot long air or you know, <laughs> we're gonna climb through this 30 foot air duct how weird every level is connected through air ducts yeah. um <laughs> can so, you imagine so that would be guys, such an awesome game design i was gonna what did you guys think of the water effects like they they very clearly make her walk through water here to show off like, oh, mm. look at that. The splashes, the waves. I'm like, what'd you guys think of that? Because I, I, I thought it was a little little we weird, weird looking, you know? Like, everything <laughs> else looked cool, but I thought the water looked a little strange. Gelatin-esque? Yeah, looked like she was walking through. Exactly, exactly. Looks like she was walking through a giant thing of jello. It's space water, Gilbs. It's a lot of <laughs> it's like space. <laughs> Is that a hint, hint at your uh, your quiz question? Is that Gwyneth Paltrow's new invention, space water? <laughs> well, Marshall, space let me tell you, I've watched I've I've watched plenty of NASA videos, and water don't look like that in space. <laughs> I think you, uh, Machinima Man, you you needed to help develop uh, some of the new Star uh, Star Wars planets because we got like three desert planets, and what we could have been getting is space water planets. That's what we need: thick jelly-like space water planets. You know, someone drown gets instantaneously. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you throw someone overboard; they don't drown; they just bounce right off the jelly water. And then they have a Star Wars fight while bouncing on jelly. Oh my god. <laughs> but they're bouncing. Don't talk dirty to me live, sir. <laughs> um okay, Harrison, what do you what do you, how do you want to see some of this stuff implemented? Um do you think that it is feasible to have some of this I'm on more of the side of seeing that this is going to be the new rig in the future. Um do you you know what what feature do you think you were the most excited about? Um, I don't know. Not many of them, really. I just I mm -hmm. don't find this stuff very exciting. I'll be perfectly honest. Um, so it, it was very nice, and I think yeah, when I first saw, uh, the the very first images they put out, and they were so photorealistic. Um, that that's pretty great, and you know, Unreal has been an engine that tons of fantastic games have been built on. Uh, so I'm really happy that we're going to have a new Unreal Engine because, like, every time there's an Unreal Engine, we get new games that are good. Uh, I don't care if they look as good as this could. Um, if they tone it down a bit so they can have a bigger game, I'll be super happy. I think part of me, part of me wants good games, but I am waiting, and maybe this is just going to be next gen, you know. And but I would love to hopefully walk out one day in a game because I know that. 
for the most part, I haven't really seen anything equivalent to what they've ever showed us in tech demos or anything like that. So the dream is to hopefully one day, like I do know that it will bring tears to our eyes when we when we step out into an open valley and hear the the wind and and everything and everything look extremely real, like that you've made it. You know what I mean? That we made it to a whole nother world, you know, because I, I do think that as gamers, we do have a, a cool little thing that not a whole bunch of people get to say they've done. But, you know, we've all got to travel to space or play as pirates or be race car drivers or football players. You know what I mean? And um, it sounds stupid, but like we've got to, you know, go one step beyond a movie or you, you can put your feet in in the shoes of all these different characters and locations and things like that. So yes, I do appreciate the games and the, and the, and, you know, and like I said, I, I Fortnite's awesome. It, it's running at 60 frames a second and, and it looks gorgeous. You know what I mean? It looks cartoony as hell. Um, but I think I would really like a, like a fallout game, a real, a photorealistic fallout game uh, made by a different studio. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I could see room for appreciation in in that for sure, and I, I don't know about you guys, but that's that's something that kind of gets me a bit excited. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, flying stuff, flying stuff at the end. Who it, is this? Like anybody's favorite part, or was it not necessary? Um, what were they showing off right here? Motion blur, like I don't know. Give give me your thoughts on this section. So we'll start off with uh, Mission of a Man first. Yeah, not not a fan of motion blur. Um, luckily on PC we can turn it off. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it does look really nice. Um, uh, the shadows are really impressive as well as well the whole lighting is, but the shadows especially as they're you know one of the hardest things to run on PC anyway. High shadows. Um, so yeah, if 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 this tech can pull it off and bring some nice shade and light to consoles, then good for console players. Enjoy it. <laughs> you, will, you will love all the new shadows. Uh, the PC master race, right? You know, I've been um, I've been noticing also that these games look a lot better when they keep the lights down. That seems to be everybody's mm-hmm. strength. Uh, I see a lot of like, like I was mentioning with Call of Duty, there was a couple times, and I think it's like when you have your flashlight guilds in some of the warehouses and stuff, when yeah. all the lights are out and you have that singular flashlight just shining on like a cardboard box and somebody passes in front of you, mm-hmm. those shadows and shit, lighting the way they have it, it looks, it gets pretty damn real sometimes, you know, but only for a second is what I'm saying. Like I, I'll see glimmers of perfection and then it goes back to being a video game, you know? See, but that's so, the thing is like I said before, I don't need it to be uh, absolute perfection. Like, vi- no, like no, 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 no. Like yeah, said, no, it's cool. just cool to see. It's cool to see that. Like I like seeing that it is fun to see kind of when saying, I'm not really looking for that or expecting that just to drop into a call of duty game and be like, Hey, whoa, this, that looked real for a second. That was kind of cool. You know what I mean? And, it's it's a, a bit more of like an experience. I, I do like the immersion factor of it, and I do like you know when when you happen to, like in Call of Duty's when you happen to shoot the guy with a, like a high power rifle and his arm blows off as opposed to he just falls down. I'm like, yeah, that's a little more immersive, and that's kind of a cool thing that they actually programmed that in there. The thing is that I don't always need it to be you know that detailed. Like I don't I, if they were if in this particular case the shadows are awesome, but if she was to go land on the sand there, I wouldn't need the sand to be like a you know 
each part of it, like every, every time you move past it, it uh, more of it rustles away or, you know, blows away. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't need like, so you've animated all the physical rocks to tumble one over each other. Exactly. I, I don't need you to like walk up the sand mm -hmm. and then have it slide down because it's just so freaking immersive. Like, I don't, I don't need that. That's unnecessary. And yeah. like, it, it, it's cool, but unnecessary. More like unnecessary. It depend on the kind of game as well. Like in Minecraft, no one's bothered about, you know, water doing this or sand doing that but it's played by millions of people because the game's fun so you know you can make a game that looks pretty and all this but if, it, if it's terrible it's it's still going to be terrible no matter how good it looks mm -hmm. so i hope they don't you know put all their effort into making everything super realistic and then make a terrible game you know yeah also um i don't think humans have that large of eyes it's stylized <laughs> to sebastian don't They're question anime it are it's sebastian what a weird thing to stylize <laughs> the entire thing. You know what I mean? It's like you photorealistic everything, except for the face on this person looks like she's from Frozen. You know? <laughs> um, I, I like I how she's that. got, she has some like light up tattoo as well. That's yeah, kind of right. cool. See, I, I really hope that, I know this is probably isn't a game that's actually being made, but I really hope they don't waste this character model because this actually looks like it'd be a, a cool character. Dude, I guarantee you they're just, this is all demonstration for their like Fortnite 2. You know what I mean? When they come out with the yeah. new... <laughs> they, have, they have said the engine, the Fortnite, will be updated with uh, the new engine. I don't know how they're going to do that. We should update Minecraft with Unreal 5. <laughs> <laughs> RTX on RTX. Tetris. Tetris on Unreal 5. Oh, now there's an idea, Sebastian. <laughs> See, that should, be a, that should be a quiz question Is that for the next week. Is that what are we going to make? What's the new game for Unreal 5? Dude, I imagine when those blocks slam together, can you imagine the block particles? Like, you know, oh, the, big old yeah. explosion and they all like turn to particles. Like, that'd be cool. The physics. <laughs> so, so many triangles. Um, okay, cool. Fit together so perfectly. <laughs> it's like they're made for each other. Um, anybody? Uh, okay, so I, I think. I got all that out of the way. Anybody have anything like a, a Harrison I wanted to ask or uh, Gilbert? We've been talking about, about gameplay. You guys don't seem to be extremely excited about that. Did you see um, anything that you wanted to see like that this uh, gameplay wise that this thing could pull off maybe or add to an experience? We see it. we have some lighting. They did mess with some flying or better flying. You know what I mean? Better mm -hmm. flying-esque graphics to throw you in there. Is there any mechanic or anything that you think can be helped out through Unreal 5? visuals that's about it it's like if you yeah. if your if your thing is visual storytelling or visual gameplay then unreal 5 is your way to, is the way to go otherwise there's there was nothing really that i saw that it, this was mostly just about graphics it, i feel i feel okay it might be good for ai um if we're lucky we'll get a really good team ico uh game that'll come oh, thank out you for reminding me that Okay, yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, they showed, they were talking some sort of something about like the cockroaches when light shines on them, right? And there's some sort of AI programmed into them or something. Yeah, yeah oh, something. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I saw that. Like she was moving the light around and the cockroaches were running away from it. Yeah, like, I don't feel like that's anything new. I feel like I, I've done that before in a game or something. I think it was Lego Indiana in, Jones. I remember that in Dark Souls, or in Dark Souls 2. I remember some, <laughs> some enemies that were afraid of fire. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. Like, uh, uh, way back in Metal Gear Solid 2, I think there were bugs that you could spray and they'd go away. I mean, whatever. 
it, it's it's not so much that. I just don't think there's anything that I've seen in this that I think will be good, but I trust that Unreal 5 will be good for creating new games because they've got mm. such a good track record. Yeah, I'm trying to think in the visual, like, I'm trying to think, like, reverse engineer-wise now, of like, okay, visually-wise now, how can that play towards a gameplay-type situation? You know what I mean? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just thinking like uh, back in the day when we had a PS1, there was no way you could pull off the type of horror game that you can pull off now with the, you know what I'm saying? And there are different types of mechanics where you, you couldn't go pitch black in a game before. Like that's not really feasible. Or, you, you know, where now we have atmosphere and things like that, or you, you know, they show light physics. And I imagine you could almost now have a, a very pitch black game that is more uh, feasible than something that, you know, 10 years ago i don't know if like you know <laughs> just be like really walk over here with these like weird ideas but like i'm like i don't know i feel like graphics can maybe lead into gameplay somehow too right um i mean maybe yeah i, I don't i don't feel very good about it um one thing that like say looking at something like this it reminds me of um a problem that happens when they introduce huge amounts of detail into um landscapes and into your games is that things like stop being easily recognizable so like a game that was like made in this if you had enemies you know they'd have to be like some sort of heads-up display thing a bit like assassin's creed do where people glow different colors and because it would almost like blend into each other so much yeah yeah because because otherwise you wouldn't be able to tell like what was like a wall and a you know enemy in camouflage or whatever so I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't want to see games like that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, you just gave me an interesting idea, though. But yeah, through graphics, yeah, you could theoretically, like, camouflage people that much better, or villains, or, or creatures, or something like that. Okay. That's fun, Harrison. Thank you guys for talking about this, because, like, yeah, you don't seem super excited, um, and that's fine. <laughs> that's just my, my fault as a host for bringing this up, but uh i don't know i i saw some i see hope i think that's what i'm looking for i, uh -huh. I see some hope in that trailer you know yes okay, okay we got ghost of uh help me out here tsushima Su yeah tsushima ghost of tsushima there we go ghost of um, <laughs> i've been hearing about this for a while um i've been kind of excited um, I'm also super happy that it doesn't seem to be a Dark Souls-esque game because I know there's mm -hmm. like, they have the Nier, Nero, I believe it is, one and two. It's like a Samurai-esque game that looked cool to me, but that's uh -huh. very Dark Souls-y. And I was scared we, we were going to get one of these to, that uh, this was going to be Dark Souls. And um, like, I would, I would love to jump in and try a difficult game, but I just don't have the time to check, you know, something like that out right now. Um, so I was a bit more excited to see that this was a bit more accessible and a, a bit more of a different thing than I thought it was going to be. It looks a, a bit more like Samurai Assassin's Creed. -y. So this is my little little thing off of it. It looked really cool. I, I watched the whole thing and uh, I'm 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 excited for it. I've been hearing a ton about it, but now it's getting to the point where I'm like, okay, at, at launch or or maybe when the PS5 comes out or something, this might be something that when I have free time, I'll check out. Um, Harrison. Uh, you have the PS4, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So where where do you lie with this game? Um, have you been hearing about it? And uh, does it does it seem like something you want to check out? It, it does seem like there seems to be a bit more attention to detail uh, gameplay-wise 
uh, in the way they're kind of doing things too. So uh, why don't you take it away with uh, how you kind of thought of this whole deal? Um, I haven't heard anything about it up until now. So um, I okay. didn't have any expectations of it. It does look like something I'll be interested in. Um, I don't know why, like historically, I haven't enjoyed games in this sort of setting. I don't think that says anything about this game. It just kind of puts me off. Um, so I might not go out to get it straight away, but I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, I don't know if it. I mean, I'm like, I have my backlog of games is just stacking up, but every time I buy a battle pass, I throw myself into a contract with a, a game for like a, a month or two, you know, so I need to stop doing that and finish some games before I could ever check this out. But um, it does look really interesting to me. And I think that like, if I had some time, um, I'd also like, this seems to be one that you'd want to like relax. I don't know about you you guys here, but like who here likes to, to game to, to more kind of like uh, relaxing games a little bit like a, mm -hmm. or those like happy mediums where I feel like Breath of the Wild on my way to, you know, the point B or whatever. I'm chilling. I'm kind of I sometimes yeah, I, choose to walk slower and kind of soak the atmosphere in. I know yeah, that sounds you know, stupid. You know, Sebastian, when I when I have a hard day, the only thing that makes me help or helps me relax is going home and playing some Call of Duty. <laughs> Very and I relaxing. do love my call. So, Very like, you relaxing. play Call of Duty, right? And I play my Call of Duty too. It's like, it's like meditating. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you you play your Call of Duties, and I, I I love my Call of Duties too. And but you're not appreciating, or I don't know, it's <laughs> you're not uh, soaking in the atmosphere so much as you would in, in a Breath of the Wild, or um, I don't know, an Assassin's Creed Origins, or something like that, yeah. where you could kind of maybe slow down a bit. Uh, so that doesn't seem to be really so this is it sounding to be your cup of tea goals well i mean i like these kind of games where i can and don't mistake my my making fun of you for <laughs> for, for not liking this game like it looks really cool and yeah i like those kind of games that you can explore and you can go around and take in the the environment i mean that's the the vast majority of my games is those but uh I'm just the reason I was making the reason I was joking with you is that you're sitting there, you know, I kind of game so I can relax. And I'm like, you've been playing Call of Duty for like the last month straight. That, how right. is that relaxing, dude? That's like the most stressful game ever. No, it is. It is. <laughs> but no, but, but in all seriousness, I think this game looks pretty awesome. Like I, I agree. I like being able to like walk through like walk through these different environments and being able to like take in all the cool stuff. And then also, yeah, like then, then also being able to just jump into gameplay or take it slow. Like that 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 option is really great that's one of the reasons i love red Dead redemption 2 is that you can just do that so, like a play at your own pace kind of game and so yeah like much like that was a spaghetti western this one's like an old samurai flick and i'm and i'm pretty i'm kind of into that too so i'm mm -hmm. I'll, I'll probably it, it's another reason i have to get a ps4 now God damn it or like i keep saying just they'll probably do a last of us and right when the ps5 comes out they'll they'll like <laughs> it's the last of us advanced or whatever that you know um, Machinima Man, you were, so you were talking, uh, where, where are you at with your gaming? Like, do you, do you tend to like the more immersive, uh, kind of chill and walk around, have NPCs, random NPCs walk up to you or? Yeah. Um, my gaming, uh, taste is quite, quite vast. I like all kinds of games. Uh, I did think of Breath of the Wild when I saw this gameplay, um, you know, like there's no mini map. You're guided by the winds to locations and things like that. See, I liked that, except for yeah. the part where they kept mentioning that there was a, a button prompt where you can like blow the wind whenever you want. And I'm like, okay, that takes a bit out of it. I kind of want to, 
you yeah, know. I think he, he like listens to the wind or something, and then it the wind blows. I can just imagine like the wind getting really pissed off with you when you can't find out where you're going, and the wind's just like <laughs> this way. I'm blowing the grass this way. <laughs> Just like, look just at the like a ton of leaves swirling <laughs> in an area. Look at the grass. <laughs> Trees fall over. <laughs> yeah, the grass stops blowing, and the the the, the, yeah. tall, the tall street trees and environment yeah. objects. All, all, the, all the trees collapse in a perfect line and path to where you need to go. In the shapes of air. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, some of the the features they've added to it, like the the black and white mode, and um. The Japanese dialogue and all that, so it will be like an old, you know. Japanese okay, so dialogue. I saw the Japanese dialogue. I didn't hear about the. Uh, so you can play the entire game on black and white, or is that yeah, just for right, you know, yeah? Check, yeah, check this out. It's called Samurai Cinema, and so mm -hmm. what you can do is it has and it has like film grain. It has like that old, you know, when you would watch uh, old movies on film, you'd see like those weird random like black uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Or scratches on the film. It has that, and the whole thing will be can be played in black and white, and that looks awesome mm -hmm. to me. Part of yeah. it looks yeah. cool, but I don't know if they like. Part of me is like, did they get the black and white, the the black and white, uh, correct? You know what I mean? Because I I could see that like a uh, just having black and white would be beautiful in itself. But if you don't get those the uh, the proper like tint of black and white or or um the hue, I think is the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it, I think I think it's they've gotten it pretty good. And I mean, I've I've played a uh, LNOR entirely in black and white for that same you know for the same effect. And it, you know, I, wow. so I enjoy the hell out of that. Like that's this, I think this will be, that'll be a really good idea. Like that, I, I'm, that makes me want to play this game all the more. Cool. It doesn't get in the way at all. Well, it, it does kind of when, I mean, at least when you're playing bl uh, the black and white one in that follow the red car, I'm like, what, what red car? They're all gray. <laughs> you know what's funny? I grew up watching Power Rangers on a black and white TV. And after a while, your brain doesn't even notice. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, at some point, like it's kind of hard. To, the, the, go, Red Ranger! Like he's red. <laughs> you could just tell all the different the, the the different shades, the all the fifty different shades of gray. You know, <laughs> you could tell the Rangers apart. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm down for this. This looks really fun. Um. What was another thing? Okay. So they talked about customization. Anybody have any comments on customization, or is that a big thing for you guys when it comes to games? I. I kind of like. I feel like I like options. I feel like maybe if I want to. Um. I don't know. I like options, but like I don't need super in depth options because I don't spend a ton, a ton of time. But I like to dress up, put my guy in something cool, um, unique that I kind of felt like I threw oh, yeah. together that somebody else maybe wanted to be able to create the exact same thing, you know? Okay, so yeah, it's a, it's a very personalized thing, isn't it? Especially in a third person game, I think it's mm -hmm. uh, really good to have that. Yeah. Also, I can't imagine that they're not going to let you like if they do something similar to Skyrim, where eventually you'll be able to have like a home base kind of thing, and you'll be able to, to put all your all your outfits or whatever like, on display. I'm sure someone somewhere is going to want to do that. Like, or I would collect every hat. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> I want to collect all the bamboo. I mean, because yeah. like, you guys see that or notice that? Oh yeah, the, like the bamboo like cape thing he's wearing. No, there was during the gameplay. He out oh, of all things. Oh. He yeah. kept harvesting bamboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm yeah. like, okay, I get it. And then you showed it like once or twice, which is there cool. We there we go. Yeah. Oh, you go. literally got it in a screenshot. Yeah, like he rides <laughs> past the bamboo and he catches it, and they are like, he, he... that's kind of weird. I, so I'm, I'm, I imagine that's like either for like trading or crafting. 
some sort of crafting or something. Yet my favorite part is like I saw he got a reward for something and it just said 10, like it, it was like reward, 10 items. It, but that like seemed to be the the physical, like um, like the title of that currency in the game or whatever. It was just items. Hmm. Like what, what items do you get? He's collecting bamboo over here and then he gets super vague and it's just like you have 10 items for, you know, defeating that camp. And I'm like, cool. I'll be, really, uh, be really disappointed if we don't get a giant panda mount. Oh, God. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be really ride disappointed if I can't, like, hollow the panda out and wear it as a suit. Oh, you're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I don't know. This is in Japan. I don't know if pandas are, are native to Japan. I think they're native to China. So you guys did might, you, might you totally be being racist right now. Did you not see the bamboo? I Every did. Every panda I've seen at the zoo is a, is is related to the because there the, could never be any bamboo in China. What? <laughs> Damn me getting my China and Japan mixed up again with pandas. You racist. I can't Okay, fine. I can't wait to to ride a dragon. Are we there yet? A horse. There we go. <laughs> can't wait to ride a horse dragon. like I have in every other game. Um, anybody ever find like that mechanic kind of weird? Like the, you know, like I get it and it's cool. The, the whistling for your horse, but like, I don't know. It's like, we went super realistic over here, yet there's a button where you can just whistle and your horse always comes, you know, <laughs> walked three miles away from my horse, whistled. It's still there. Or like how your horse is yeah. there anywhere. And then you whistle. Red Dead Redemption. Huh? Except in Red Dead Redemption 2, where you have to be next to your horse's ear, screaming at it, and it's that's, still that's actually true. If, yeah, if you get too far away from your horse in Red Dead Redemption 2, you can't call it towards you. So, And let me tell you, that has been so freaking annoying to like steal someone else's horse, ride away, no. and then, then get that horse killed, and then forget that my horse is gone. And then so I had to walk back to town. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first time I played that game, I, I stopped my horse on train tracks while I went into um, oh, the post office to, to, pay, to pay off a bounty. And as soon as I left the post office, it was the perfect moment. This train hit my horse. Oh, I tried to rob someone in that game the... once, and I put I put my horse on the on the in the road. Like I, I was like a stagecoach robbery. I put my horse in the road. The guy gets off the stagecoach, walks up, and shoots my horse in the head. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> Not one of those to be continued memes. Um. Okay, and then I think we we could talk mildly about the the combat. It wasn't really anything that we haven't seen before in like an Assassin's Creed or anything like that, mm -hmm. um, or anything similar to that. Uh, you get your bow and arrow gameplay. You get your sword gameplay. Um, you get your parries. Uh, I like the dismemberment. I saw, like, earlier he sliced the dude's arm off. And, you know, like, it's funny because, like, part of me is, like, not necessary, right? You Like, you don't need it. But, like, when it's added, I'm like, oh, okay, for this it kind of makes sense. We're playing with swords. Uh, we're swinging our swords around. I do not mind slicing off a, a dude's arm. You know what I mean? It kind of adds to the to the whole thing. So I appreciated that there was dismemberment. Mm -hmm. um, anybody have any, like, comments on the, the combat? There was also, like, uh, what was it? It was what did they call it it was you had the ghost style and the ghost style was the um like the the more stealthy assassin uh gameplay and that was like the dishonorable way to play and then there's like the honorable like what just oh, yeah, the, the you're not a ninja you're a samurai samurai don't don't sneak around 
They come up to you. They, they, come, about, they come uh, right up to you and then and then challenge you to a duel. Yeah, and they were infamously assholes as well. So <laughs> you know what? I am so sick and tired of hearing about how samurai were assholes. I am tired. They were, dude. <laughs> yeah, they were big assholes. <laughs> you know what? Name to me a, a noble group in history that wasn't assholes. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> well, they're not very noble if they're assholes. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, technically they were considered nobility, so I'm like, name to me a nobility well, in any... And I'm talking about modern times as well. To name to me a nobility of any time. Uh, the Queen of England guilds. That's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just... What are you saying? I'm just, I'm just gonna gloss right over that one. I'm... <laughs> Too easy, too easy. Destroy the powder catch. What kind of powder is within the catch? Black powder, no, clearly. <laughs> um, this looks fun. Um, Harrison, do you have any thoughts on the combat? I, it, I'm going to say real quick, and maybe this will play into like your negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say samey. It's like, it's cool, and I finally have a samurai game, but you could have made something a little unique i want to do something different with the sword or i i don't know something am i am i asking for too much maybe yeah i mean sometimes looking at this stuff it reminds me of um uh in when i which game was i think this was call of juarez and oh my god no um, the dual system in that was so terrible. My like dad ball. has that game. <laughs> you played it on PC. Did you have that one on PC? No, I had I had them all on Xbox. Um, well, I had the first two, I think. The first two of those games I had on Xbox. Uh -huh. So how did that work, by the way? The the draw or the the dual system on a, on an Xbox. I don't really know because I never knew why I'd won when I did. Like, like, just something happened. I lost or I won. I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I it, okay. So on the PC, it was very much like um, if you've ever seen like Octodad or any game that you could control the body parts with a you know you control like an arm, but like your arms all like jelloey kind of. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those where you control yeah. a hand that you're picking stuff up and it's kind of like a VR type deal. So yeah, like, um, yeah you would I control the Yeah. So you would like uh control the you you physically like maneuver the mouse to wick like move his hand into his holster and like pick the it was it was bad. And then it was the first person one too, right? It was it wasn't third person. Yeah, it was like first person and then it would like change perspective for the draw, I think. Yeah, it was like this weird third person over the shoulder, not even older over the shoulder, more like belt, <laughs> belt, belt view or whatever. Okay, let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so anybody, let's let's give a little negative on this because I I do want to say that the yeah, it is samey. You know what I mean? We have bows and arrows. We firecrackers are kind of cool. Yet, like, it's not like something that hasn't been done in a Batman game or or something like that. You know we what I mean? Those in, um, was it Sekiro Shadows Die Twice? Did they have firecrackers? Which is also a very similar game. Okay, yeah, see, that's another one that I get mixed up with this one. Yeah, they look very similar. See, yeah, I've, ne I've honestly never played any kind of game like this. Like, I I've played games with similar mechanics like this. Like, you're right, it has, like, Batman or Assassin's Creed-esque kind of fighting mechanics. But 
I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily mind that. And and again, with the with the look of it all, like with the with the crazy like landscapes that you're gonna be able to see with all the exploration, and then also with the whole samurai skin on it all, I think I'm. I would enjoy this game. I don't know about Marshall, Mister Negative over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being negative. I'm looking forward to this game, Gilbs. Uh-huh. You samurai supporting tea thrower. <laughs> we'll see what's going on to Captain Rex in the comments real quick. Uh, apparently he has a, an essay due to the Republic. So, um, yeah. But, <laughs> okay. This is cool. It looks cool. Um, I like the features they show off. I hope it doesn't get too gimmicky where it's like there's just going to be a trillion foxes everywhere. You know what I mean? And and all kinds of birds and that's kind of i hope they get creative <laughs> with it a little bit you know what i'm saying is that going to be the main waypoint of everything it's just gonna be winds foxes and birds and it's not going to be so much as it's, it's as, mystical sebastian like you're being you're being led there by spirits and whatnot you know god damn mm-hmm. it go <laughs> get immersed okay and then final final uh final uh little thing with this yeah we got the photo mode I'm I know, so looking forward you, to that. There you go, Gilbert. Gush about the photo board. I see you keep going back to these guys. I mean, yeah, because it's a really cool thing. I like that's one thing I really liked about the I play. I recently played the new Spider-Man game, and that's one thing I really enjoyed was was being able to like every now and then just kind of oh that'd be a cool shot and then go into photo mode and take a picture of him swinging past Doctor Strange's place or you know that kind of thing. You know, I I enjoy. I that. will totally be there because I think out of any photo mode I've ever messed with in a game, it has to be. I mean, I mean, you guys have seen my desktop uh, computer or my desktop picture of uh, like the the and Mass Effect Andromeda. So, I mean, maybe if I get this game, maybe that's going to be mm. my new one. Maybe I'll finally be able to switch my my bad picture to a good one. <laughs> good. Get rid of it. Can you imagine we'll be able to make some nice thumbnails with this kind of stuff too? Like if they if they implement it into more games or exactly. if we ever check like, this and, out and yeah. i feel like that's a, that's an upward trend is that the more games you get that are going to be like open world exploration the more you're going to start getting photo modes and shit like that and i mean in this one you're able to control how much flowers there are how, how the wind speed how like where it's blowing uh, how like whether or not it's completely dead calm whether it's raining like you could do literally any scene you want and that i think that's kind of cool like you could make any like you could make literally any picture you'd ever want to make mm-hmm. my man this game seems to be a a bit obsessed about wind, huh? <laughs> Definitely. The, well, the I see mechanic. like a couple different wind options down there to the to the left as well. Yeah, wind wind speed, wind intensity. I guess is the. Yeah, I'm the guessing. Next I'm one guessing like wind direction or something like that, or. Oh yeah, wind direction. Oh, yeah, you also have like awesome. leaves up there, I think. Uh huh. Probably add flowers and. So basically, it's it's not a, a photo mode to capture what's actually on screen. You're just pausing the game, adding loads of stuff onto it, and then taking a picture. Well, it's not, it's not <laughs> like you can... I mean, I think the, the idea is that, like, you know, it's not so much what's around him. It's that, like, you know, there that archway, the fact that there's... You can't... It's not like you can add people. It's not like you can add architecture. You, you can only add, like, flowers and, and, like, plumage and shit like that. You guys, what about a game where altering the photo mode is a part of the gameplay? So like let's say let's say yeah you come across a whole bunch of guys or something like this right pause the oh. game for a duration of time turn on a whole bunch of leaves or something and a bunch of wind or something camouflage yourself turn turn it like black like <laughs> turn the brightness really far down so you'll put yourself at a disadvantage but you'll also put the other guys at a disadvantage 
in one of the uh, well, in the latest uh, Assassin's Creed games, you can use like pause the game, use the photo mode like to look in the fortresses and stuff for bad guys. Oh, that's <laughs> so cheap. <you> both... <laughs> 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 Just float the camera around, find out where they are. It's a drone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's pretty much like having a drone in uh, ancient Egypt. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it lets you it lets you do that with the with the eagle anyway. Dude, the eagle's bad enough, right? <laughs> Like, yeah. why do I have this? Like, I, I was turned literally yeah, a drone. I was, I was turned off the idea of homing. Yeah, what was that? Uh, with with the camera, you can go like indoors through, oh. you know, building anywhere, clip yeah, through walls, whatever. Yeah. See, I wasn't. I, I I lost interest in Origins because of the like when I heard that they had homing arrows. I'm like, nope, I, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> you are getting away from what Assassin's Creed was, and now we're becoming. Now it's turning into an RPG, not a not like. Dude, it's straight up an RPG it, now. It is, it is an RPG now. Yeah. It's a hardcore RPG now. <laughs> yeah. That's like the perfect example of like skill tree hit XP points, you know, for like a game that was not like that. Yeah, I'm like, and that's yeah. my thing. I'm like, you guys have kind of, you, you've fallen from what you were. And I'm just like, I'm sure the kids of today are all down for it, but I'm not. Harrison, what's going to be your favorite Slayer to, to, <laughs> <laughs> to mess with on here? Um, or 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 I, I love a vignette slider. I really love vignette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Harrison, it's it's in his his Twitter description. He loves a vignette. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's he my favorite Instagram slider. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well as what was the uh, okay, and what was my final question for you? Because I gotta ask you. Oh, what option is missing? What what are we what photo mode option is missing from here? Genital slider. <laughs> no, you're getting your boom cyberpunk. physics. Cyberpunk you, you, is... you need boom physics. <laughs> cyberpunk is coming out, Marshall. You're going to be able to make your schlong as big as you want and have his titties as big as you want all at the same time. <laughs> uh, don't, you know what? Let's save that for another folk report, but the, the, just... just uh. I, don't, I don't think that's... You know, I'm, I don't think that's any for anybody to really i'm not gonna say one way or another i think uh go make your character we've been making lizard elf people for years uh here's a couple more options have fun people yeah. now you can have yeah. a lizard elf person with double d's and a okay. big, me, big, me, big old penis not i'm not i don't have a problem. dude imagine the photo mode and the wind turned up all the way what'd you say <laughs> i don't have a pro i don't have a problem with any of that like yeah you do you go live your best life and whatever but it's just like i don't understand why now it's now your gender is a slider you can be as man or woman as you want cyberpunk we're futuristic i'm like uh whatever i think it out of all, all universe, uh, right? out of I all guess. things what were you saying marshall i was because it makes sense in that universe because they're all augmented and modified and oh no exactly we're we're almost there basically so it's not too far out of the realm of uh well you think like it wouldn't work so much as a in a in a what do you call it like a an elder scroll where as in cyberpunk it's like we already in real life and this is like i said this isn't something too much for us to be talking about but like in real life we have options to alter our bodies now so it's not like, hard like to I think said, like i said this is another years. this is a fulcrum this is like another fulcrum <laughs> report for another year maybe maybe right. next year but right now <laughs> you guys can you guys can hear my incredibly unpopular opinions soon enough no, it's all good. I do, I do agree. Though, no, yes, we do need a genital slider. Um, also, I hope the main menu theme is a uh, candle in the wind by Elton John, covered by Harrison. 
<laughs> ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Just some fun stuff. As you can tell, it's it's been a bit of a slower a slower time, but the, there's a couple things to to talk about, and then I do appreciate that we do get to stop on one of these little s- subjects and talk about all the hard work that these people worked on. You know what I mean? Um, because yes, it is the same game, but like think about how many people. There is one guy out there, or maybe a couple guys that really cared about like the attention to detail on that sword, and you know, and that was kind of their thing. Yeah, sure. I'm one of them. Sure. And I think it's, uh, I think it's cool that like you're one of them, Gilbert. You just were telling me that you didn't care about it was more gameplay. <laughs> you're right, but yeah, no, but, but also you guys should know by now. I'm a, you guys should know by now. I'm a weapons guy, so it, I, I honestly I, I could give a shit about the detail of anything else, but the you know the sword. I, See, I, I enjoy that. The wrong thing. So if I was like his gloves, <laughs> I, could, I could give a crap about everything else right there. Might as well not be there. All I care about is the is the nice katana that's that I'm looking at. <laughs> I can sit there. So you I... just want a game a floating sword? <laughs> no, I just oh, want a sword. <laughs> so yeah, it, it is. It is nice to be able to uh, appreciate uh, the the hard work done on this project. I want to say, like, out of all games I've seen, uh, this is a, definitely in the the positive tier for sure. You know what I mean? And I haven't played it, but like, there's been some shit games out there. So like, yeah, there's attention to detail. There's quality in here. Um, it looks like a good game, and and, and I like that we got to uh, kind of talk about some things that we normally maybe wouldn't slash think about when it comes to gameplay in, in these types of games, you know? Um, okay, that's a fun one. I don't get the logo all the way, to be honest. What's the deal with that logo? It, it, it's Ghost of, Toshi- of Tsushima. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that it has something to do with him. Maybe he, like you know, gets betrayed or something or ends up like, like he was a respected samurai, but ends up getting betrayed. And then they think they killed him. Even like the the logo though, the logo itself looks very like not samurai-esque to me. It looks like (laughs) if you showed me that, it'd be like, oh, it's a a future. But yeah, big reveal that this is actually a dystopian future. (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. You come across like buildings underwater and stuff. If, if dude, if straight up, if we just solved that, I'm gonna be, I'm, I will both be uh, happy that we're uh, that awesome, but also kind of pissed. I'm like, damn it, dude. <laughs> you'll find like, you know, you'll go into like a, a temple or something, and there's like a shrine set up around like an old Volkswagen Beetle, but they don't know it's a Beetle. You know, <laughs> this is part of the environment. It's like an That'd anime. Cool. He like goes into an old abandoned anime store. <laughs> oh, and that's how they get the inspiration for all their armors and things like that. <laughs> from like past pop culture findings. Anyway. There's like an entire nation that just is dressed up like a Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> okay, you guys, it's New Zealand. Um, <laughs> okay, we have the quiz questions of Robert Pattinson that came out with little pillows. I can't. Who's going to actually, I think I would like to, like, if that comes to fruition, I think I'm going to straight up, like, we we have to, right? We have to go buy that and do, like, a fulcrum review on Little Pillows. Yeah, we'll do a fulcrum mukbang. You know what we need to do? Who's that, like, that little redheaded kid that, like, uh, does his reviews in the in the car? Have you guys ever seen that? He does his, like, drive-through reviews. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we need to do, like, a fulcrum report equivalent of that. And then we'll Photoshop slash green screen all of us in a car, like the Sonic commercials. And <laughs> <laughs> it'll be cool. So, 
Okay. Uh, so what what other celebrities you guys have been making some cool, fun food products? Like, man, I can't wait for Patton Oswald's. What was it? Sushi kebabs. Those are gonna be cool. Gilbert, take it away. <laughs> okay. So my idea is going to be uh, Seth Rogen. And well, he's been oh, in, no. in quarantine. Obviously, he's been doing a little bit of the. He's been celebrating 420 every day. <laughs> and as a result of that, he got the idea for. Uh, so you, I'm not sure about you two in the in the UK, but Sebastian, you've had chicken and waffles before, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's staple of American food, <laughs> which is a sad statement, but still. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, they probably have chicken and waffles. This is called something entirely different. Yeah, probably. It's gonna be like wafers and in and wings or something like that. Yeah, something, <laughs> something of that of that nature. It's just it's just not a combination. I think anyone here yeah. is interested in oh, it's like together. If you if you have never tried like a, a big old waffle with a with like some chicken strips on there and some syrup, dude, you're missing the hell. Yeah, I think syrup it's more about like the saltiness mm. of the chicken with the maple syrup working. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like obviously not like a fry. You can't like have like fried chicken, but like normal like chicken strips like. Breaded chicken strips, wonderful. But anyway, I digress. the The point is that so Seth Ray, uh, Seth Rogen he came up with the waffle cone. So he made a he he uh, using his stoner, <laughs> using his stoner brain he made he came up with a waffle iron that makes the wa- the waffle in the shape of a cone. And uh, then he just took the chicken and put it right in there, drizzled some syrup on there, and voila, <laughs> the chicken and waffle cone. Gilbert, I think you get extra points just for creating something that's like not an entirely horrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, is this what you've been doing in, <laughs> secretly in quarantine? I've, I've had this idea for a long time, and, I, and, and to my knowledge, no one has that. But I, I don't <laughs> care to make anyone wants to make that. I don't care. I'll pay you the money to to have it. I just want to. I just want it. He's like, I just want to eat it. Um, just imagining Gilbs baked at home, coming up. With, what if I put the chicken in the cone, man? <laughs> 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 I have never once smoked one marijuana. I I I am, I resent the implication, sir. The only reason I know about marijuana jokes is from TV. <laughs> sure. That no, it's yeah. You think yeah? No, but yeah, it's not as easy as to make it look on TV. You don't just go into the to the back of a of a grocery store parking lot and, and have a homie pick. Yo, it's not like that at all. <laughs> None of that's real. We don't do any of that. We're good boys here on the Focal Report, Mom and Dad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I think this idea, Gilbert, actually, and like, <laughs> I think this is feasible slash like I imagine the machine not being too difficult to create either. If not, just sticking some fucking chicken in a waffle, you know, <laughs> in a waffle cone. I think we could do this. So that's what Seth Rogen's been doing. Thank you, Gills. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Beat that, um, Marshall. Ooh, okay. Here, so for bonus points, Gills, here you go. Okay. I think Lil, Lil Pelos is just such a fucking stupid idea. Or, or not, <laughs> not, not, well, duh. But I think the name is stupid as well. It's not even Lil, Lil Pelos. You know what I mean? He's going to do Lil. Yeah, that would have made it better. That would have made it a little better, right? So uh, what is Seth Rogen calling this chicken waffle thing? Uh, the, all right. Uh, the, I'm gonna call it the row cone. <laughs> the row cone. <laughs> See, I was thinking. Yeah. I was trying to think of like cold stoned. <laughs> cold stoned. 
<laughs> Cold Stone Degree Re. What wasn't that a wrestler? I have no idea. Stone, uh, no, Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're thinking of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Get it right, boy. <laughs> WWE is better than your life. <laughs> no. It's still real to me, damn it. Hey man, those guys get out there. That's physical. They they get in the ring, they jump on top of each other. I'll take a chair. I hit it over your head. That's that's real. That happened. <laughs> I'll drop out of the body slam on you. I bet you won't spread from that right shit. Now. You can't you can't smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's cooking roll cones. <laughs> Mission of a man. What celebrity? Yes. Uh, I feel like we're on a weird version of like, I feel like this is what Food Network's probably doing right now. It's like chopped, but it's all Zoom conferences and you have all the celebrities. So yeah, you have the celebrity at his house. Who, what celebrity do we have and, and what invention did they do? Food we have Ray Park, the actor of um, Darth Maul. Who you shared a beer and with, right? Yes, I did nearly yeah, three I, years ago now. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, I think you helped his career out. I think so. I think yeah, so. He, after he, you he showed up, man, he, get, he, he did loads of Star Wars movies, yeah. right? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So it's Ray Park making uh, Duel of the Flakes. <laughs> A new limited edition uh, brand of cornflakes, where some of the, uh, half the bag is red, and the other half is green and blue. So when you're pouring the cereal into a bowl, it looks like the cornflakes are having a lightsaber fight. <laughs> <laughs> and if you flush them all down the toilet, it looks like the Great Jedi Purge. Yeah. Cereal that you could also play with. <laughs> Don't play with your food. Until now. Proper old school cereal comes with you know, lightsaber toys or spoons and it, things like that, and you want to buy more boxes so you can collect all the lightsabers. I also imagine, like, um, what would what, what what would be the the catchphrase for this commercial? Going to be Ray Park saying it also, or no, it can't be Ray Park. It would, it would have to be the the other guy voicing over Ray Park because Peter Serafinowitz. Hmm. It has to be Peter Serafinowitz, the actor who did the voice of Darth. Oh. Well, and then now it's Sam Whitward. He's doing him. The 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 one that's doing the, the Clone Wars. And that was a horrible. Uh, right. but, <laughs> and then I think if you've seen Solo, he he does the voiceover for him now. And then so he's kind of taken over as the. But what, uh, what would be the, the Darth? What would be like the catchphrase? Um, for real? Uh, sorry, my dog's attacking me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a weird catchphrase. <laughs> Don't buy Rocone Bakes, buy Duel of the Flakes. <laughs> uh, how, how he personally uh, attacks Seth Rogen, too. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. I had no idea. Hot materials coming out, uh, competition stuff. Right. Was that something that he revealed to you, like, personally? He's like, you know, that Seth Rogen guy's a real asshole. <laughs> Yes, and also, you know, Darth Maul, Sith, kind of evil. He doesn't care if he annoys Seth Rogen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent, sir. I like it. Duel of the Flakes by, mm -hmm. by Ray Park. Uh-huh.
Okay, cool. Crazy Uncle Harrison, knock it out of the park, sir. We're pitching it straight down the middle to you. It's coming your way. You, you swung the bat and... Well, um, so Robert Pattinson was trying to improve on Pasta by creating a hands... Uh, sorry, uh, Pasta you can hold with your hands. There could be handheld Pasta. Uh, and what we also have in the same sort of culinary spirit of exploration, we also have Jaden Smith, who is currently developing wireless soup. <laughs> <laughs> Right when he said, I'm like, oh no. Did you say wireless soup? Yes. As opposed to what? HD, or, or the fucking, like, the, yeah, as opposed to what? Like, Ethernet soup? As, a, as opposed to soups that require any form of third party interface in order to connect. <laughs> What kind of soup are you eating, man? You know, it has been a, you know, I do want to say this, Harrison, that it has been a bit of a struggle to walk around with a bowl of soup and a wireless uh, Wi-Fi adapter at the same time. Yeah, I hate charging the batteries on my soup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, soup dongles are a problem. They're <laughs> not a good enough solution. So we need wireless soup. <laughs> so we can soup on the go finally. Yeah. Have you noticed? Uh, I don't know if anybody takes public transportation or if you, you've just ever. And I mean, it's just kind of a fact. Have you ever watched anybody on the street walking around with a bowl of soup? There's a reason why. And it's because. And because why, Harrison? Because it's not wireless. Exactly. <laughs> because we need to be more agile with our soup. Now, and then, you know. I think Japan's they're they're working on some prototypes with their cup of noodle, right? Is that what's going on with that? Well, the the cup of noodle process the problem is it's a different method of connecting. So yes, while it isn't uh, going through the traditional uh chopstick connection format that we're used to um, with the cup noodle uh, what they're doing these days is they're actually using an intermediate phase uh, via a straw and claiming that that can create a mobile wireless experience uh, however <laughs> uh, Jaden smith enterprises is trying to develop a form of soup um, that requires absolutely no physical contact in order to uh, properly connect with your mouth uh, <laughs> the way we say it is that Sometimes you just think soup, and now it is. <laughs> so the bowl could be empty, but if you think this, if you believe hard enough that there's soup in there, oh, so you can taste the soup. So it's like replicator soup, okay. And then just real quick before we, and, and then, okay, so the rumors about the cloud soup sharing, is that going to be a thing in 2021 then maybe? But like what you know soup sharing is is very important to our community you know um there are so many uh, people making fan made content um we don't want to uh, crush that you know we want to enjoy that but we need to make sure that our fans are enjoying it responsibly um so there will only be access through a paid subscription service to um the wireless soup service which is soup uh, Yes, SoupTube. Um, we will be introducing uh, Soup Plus, which is SoupTube without ads. Um, 
However, we feel we can create a better benefit package for that. So that's got to come in about 2022. Now, uh, on the on the now for security purposes, what is uh, what, what's your policy or what's your plan for when we get hacked? Because I personally, I cannot count the number of times that my soup has been hacked. <laughs> and then before you know it, it's just gone. Like I, I was going to eat it and then I, I looked in there, it's gone. So what, how, what are you going to do to protect my soup? Absolutely. Um, soup security is uh, first and foremost on our mind uh, these days, uh, especially since, you know, the uh, huge high profile uh, crouton identity cases um, back in the mid 2000s. Uh, we're all really uh, worried about that. <laughs> However, what I can tell you is that we have uh, created a lid system, uh, which is a combination <laughs> of various uh, modular firewalls and encryption guides uh, that essentially give you a on-the-go cup lid for your soup. Uh, obviously does, not real. Does your soup have a genital slider? <laughs> <laughs> Genital sliders have not yet been added. They have been put forward multiple times by suggestions uh, via our social media channels. Um, and we will be considering that. However, we still want uh, Wireless Soup to be a family-friendly game. Oh, so you, you're going to have a, a photo mode and uh, wind effects, right? Well, it gets a little intense too, because then they they also are simultaneously they're running their soup streaming service as well. <laughs> it's just streaming soup constantly. Um, Absolutely, and and you have to understand, uh, you know, these things are all amazing ideas that will come eventually, but the development time is huge, um, especially you know the the localization. Uh, wireless soup is going around the world. And we're having to localize that to fit in with so many different cultures. We've got, you know, we've got wonton, we've got ramen, we've got a mulligatawny, uh, we've got a scotch broth, uh, even an Irish stew. All of these things can't be done overnight. And uh, they might be pushing our delay, sorry, they might be delaying our um, release date uh, backwards till um, 2023, it could be. 2023. Yeah. Now, and then before we end this, the, the, the one thing that everybody can at least for sure look forward to is uh they're i heard that they're extending the uh the soup heating life it's going to stay hotter for about 20 hours now oh, without needing to charge it ever yes um now we will have to say that that is an optimum uh charging life um however if say the user wants to have some of our higher features so the full frame rate for example uh, they will have to um sacrifice a small amount of the heat life um, and have to charge a bit sooner however it depends what matters most to you uh, it depends whether you need uh, your soup running at 60 fps or whether 30 fps and two hours of extra battery life is worth it for you excellent excellent yeah no i just know that you know you see people on the plane with their switch you know so um, we're going to definitely need that same accessibility with uh, soup. So thank you for that, sir. Thanks. That went on for too long. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and well done, Harrison. You you kept your composure. You kept yeah. you kept the the thing going the whole time. Well done. I think <laughs> Harrison Harrison got the point this week. <laughs> he got it. Yeah, just as much as I love you know, the flakes. And, oh, yeah, and the, the king of improv, and you keep it. And because you find that amusing, you keep it going too long. <laughs> 
No, yeah. 10 out of 10. Harris's wireless suit. Uh, what's the name of it? Do we have an official name? I have no idea. How about this? <laughs> Everybody keep an eye out on their some, some week. Uh, sometime this week, uh, Harrison will be un, uh, unveiling the official logo for wireless soup. I think uh, it could be probably something generic, just like ice soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, chowder, but without the E. Cream, the cream of corn cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, that was really fun, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for for everybody uh, that that had tuned in and then tuned out once they heard our voices and what we were talking about. Um, but we really <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, everybody, drop a like. Uh, we really, really uh, that helps us out. Subscribe to our channel. Bell notification. Comment below. Um, Gilbert, thank you so much for for being on it. It was a blast. Um, let us let us uh, know where we can follow you once again, and then uh, as well as uh, social uh, medias when it comes to the Fulcrum Report uh, projects, all that fun stuff. Absolutely, uh, you guys can follow me on on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Guilds. Uh, you guys can follow us. You hey, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, Fulcrum underscore Report, and that's for our uh, channels Twitter. And yeah, well, we have all kinds of. Well, eventually, I'm gonna start posting all kinds of stuff when we start doing other stuff. I don't, I don't know, man. We haven't, we haven't really done much that's worth posting, you know. <laughs> we, here's a video. Here's a video. Here's a video. But we haven't. There's that one thing I did of Marshall, but that was pretty cool. Well, what was now, that? Now I need to do something for Harrison and for Sebastian. That that picture I did with the legs. Oh. Yeah, that's not the first. But remember also, the cowboy also, hat. Also, yeah, fun fact. That's also the one I edited where, where Marshall has a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, you never. Even, I always think that's a picture of you wearing a cowboy hat. I'll just look at it really quick. Anyway, that's not real. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you can follow us there. Yeah, uh, you can also yeah follow us at uh, Star Wars Audio Comics because next month we're we're getting there. Uh, the Age of Republic Dooku is coming out, and that's that has our very own Marshall in it as a. Uh, What's the Sullivan? I don't think she, I don't think she think he or, or Cap Clip. That's that's your name. That's that's the character's name. Oh. I had no I'm idea. Star Wars. It, 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 I see Clap Clip. It's dude. Nobody could play Clap Clip other than Machinima Man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Using his his uh, his million voices, all of them him. <laughs> Brody Marshall, man of a million voices, all of them Brody. <laughs> I gotta make that. Make, make the, make a banner for that. Yeah, yeah. my voice acting reputation just getting dunked on. Well, no, you're right. You're a good voice actor, but literally every voice you've ever done is yours. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm gonna send you a video of me doing goblin voices. All right, I look forward to it, and then I will, I will formally apologize on the next episode if you show me it. If you want to get I'm really gonna... technical, it is always everyone's voice because that's the sound coming out of our throats, right? Whoa, bro. Whoa. Saying, the if you, li if you listen to Harrison's Talktober, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, Gil, I'm not a very versatile voice actor. Okay, there, I said it. <laughs> I love you, Marshall. <laughs> Damn, I love you, Also, <laughs> your dog sounds like it's really sad. I know. I'm, I'm like trying to play with her with one hand and also send a goblin video with the other hand. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate you. There's a reason you get cast. It's not just yeah, gonna... whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who does the casting. That's him. So there actually is. 
dude, it's he's the head star of all those machinimas. How can we not? That's ha- that's actually how we're getting all the attention to the Star Wars audio comics channel. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. Voice acting isn't just silly voices, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Um, okay, so Gilbert, I think we were done with say goodbye to you, right? Yes, indeed. We can move cool. on Thank to you so much. Yep. It's been awesome. Absolutely. I look forward to the next episode that we do together, Her- uh, Sebastian. And you and you as well, Harrison and Marshall. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you uh, so much for being on, on the show today. And uh, I don't care what anybody says. I wouldn't go anywhere near you with a genital slider, sir. You're just, just, <laughs> just the way I like you. <laughs> Sebastian, uh, it's been a while since we've had a moment on the show, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, he's, been, he's, been cheating, he's been cheating on you, Marshall, with, his, with yeah. mostly with Harrison, but partially with his girlfriend. What? <laughs> You've been cheating on me with a real life woman, Sebastian. <laughs> None of you ask her. <laughs> I will write a formal tweet to her, complaining. Dear Mrs. Sebastian's girlfriend, Mr. Sebastian's girlfriend, how do we say it? (laughs) Thank you so much, Elvis. You're a man. It's been awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Been a good episode. Uh, Again, I enjoy talking about gaming. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I've been trying to fold a bit more in there, as well as like, um, like we've been mentioning more about how this is like a a place to kind of come in and and hang out with your buddies and and talk. And basically, this is like a like a, a cool teen hangout but we're all we're all in our 20s on the <laughs> in the back half of our 20s <laughs> but like yeah come come at the the digital skate park and talk star wars with us and, 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 and ride around on your vans it's cool <laughs> just avoid whatever gilbs has in his bag don't buy it off him <laughs> it's chicken and waffles <laughs> i got the good stuff trans fats <laughs> but it's not even like it's like chicken salad <laughs> slaps it in a cone there's raisins okay <laughs> thank you Michelle, a man. any uh, future projects or where we want to follow you or anything uh you can go ahead and follow me on twitter at marshall's va uh other than that nothing uh, nothing right now uh, as you can tell i have a very loud puppy so <laughs> I expect uh, yeah. puppy, yeah. Gilbert, we're going to need you to create a, another logo for Marshall's puppy. That way we can have. Yes, please. The first podcast to have a dog as a guest. We're going to do it. <laughs> week. Podcast 84. It's going to be Machinima Man dog right up here. Everybody. Imagine, imagine the views. People do, love dogs. Right? He's going to have his own Instagram and everything. He's going to be more popular than the poor people. <laughs> See, there's an idea. We need to do an entire visual podcast, but instead of it uh, being us, it needs to be our dogs. Dude, I, mean, yeah. I have a really cute dog. Yeah, but it's just like pictures of our dogs. That's yep. not a bad idea. The folk rough report. Whoa, there we go. There we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah, come, come follow me on Twitter and uh, maybe I'll post a picture of my dog. <laughs> yes. thank you machine of a man it's been awesome sir thank you sir thank you cool 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 um harrison thank you so much uh with with just everything you brought to the table sir it's uh it's always really fun and uh the podcast just wouldn't be the same without you so i really appreciate you showing up and uh and just knocking it out of the park every week and, and just having a blast with us thank you very much i'm glad to be here 
uh, plugs and and Instagrams and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, big plug. Go over to my YouTube channel, um, Harrison Bullman VA. Go and have a look at some of the weird stuff I'm putting up there. Um, hopefully, it'll be entertaining. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me on some social media, go see me at Twitter at Harrison Bullman and on Instagram at Harrison Bullman as well. Awesome, awesome. We uh, we really appreciate uh, everybody taking the time out of their day to show up and, and just spend a couple of hours of time talking with your buddies. Um, you know, it's not super super easy out there in the world. Uh, it, it it could it could be tougher too, right? So for some of us, so uh, we we just uh, really appreciate everybody showing up, popping in throughout the week, and listening to the show as well as all you guys, uh, everybody here on the show taking time out of our week just to sit down and, and uh, talk about genital sliders and wireless soup. So <laughs> it's really, really fun. And uh, I've had a blast. So I've been, I'm Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Revan Winter Soldier. Um, keep an eye out for all kinds of projects. Join our uh, fan, um, whatchamacallit down there, the, the Discord. Check it out down there. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, Harrison T something on his, on his Twitter this week. So everybody go check that out because that's where you can go get a part of it. But um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm Sebastian. We have Gilbert, Marshall, and Harrison here with the Fulcrum Report on Fulcrum Entertainment. Thank you, everybody. That's going to be that.